Hi everyone. So for today's solo podcast episode, I picked the perfect question, which I feel is really relevant to how lots of people are feeling right now. So the question was, how do you stay motivated in the winter months? I can't seem to get up early when it's dark. First of all, I hear you, but I thought I would do my best at trying to offer some really helpful advice in this area. So the first thing to say is that it is undoubtedly harder to feel motivated during the winter months. There are reduced daylight hours, which mean that there just isn't as much time to be outdoors and moving. And it's often paired with kind of cold and miserable weather that is the least enticing thing to get us outdoors. And even if you're someone who exercises indoors, even just, you know, waking up when it's dark or having to finish work and it being dark and then head to the gym. It's just not conducive to us feeling our most motivated. The other thing to be mindful of is the reduced daylight hours mean that there can be a dip in our vitamin D levels, but also less of a chance for us to get morning daylight exposure, which we know is linked with our energy levels and anchoring us to our circadian rhythm. So when we wake up and we view daylight, particularly in the summer, that sends a signal from our eyes to our brain to tell us to wake up and gets us motivated and energized for the day. So that's often why in the summer can feel really easy to spring out of bed and you feel very energized and maybe your motivation feels a little bit higher. In the winter, obviously a lot of us are waking up and it's dark and we might even do our entire commute and get to the office or get to wherever we're getting to without even viewing natural light. So it can be really hard for us to have that natural mechanism from a natural light to be able to tell us that it's daytime and we need to be awake and alert. And then paired with this, we can find that we often have longer sleep patterns, which can also also impact our time available to exercise. Put simply, if we're sleeping for longer, we're maybe snoozing the alarm a couple of times in the morning because it's still dark outside and it's all cold and horrible. Those longer sleep patterns can just start to eat into the time we have available to exercise. So those are just a few barriers to entry during the winter months that I thought of, but there are many more. One thing actually also just to add to that is, is women's safety. I think it's an important topic when it comes to exercising during the winter months. I am sure I'm not alone in feeling a little bit more unsafe when I had out for a walk after I finish work at, you know, even 5, 5.30 p.m. and it's dark, I don't feel as safe as when I do that in the summer months. So I do think it's something to be mindful of. And especially in my role, you know, working with women's aid and stuff, we do notice that we hear a lot more from women who feel particularly unsafe during the winter months. So that's obviously a factor that we have to contend with. So with all of that in mind, I've come up with some tips that I hope will be really helpful. The first is about kind of daylight exposure, really. We know that the lack of sunlight experienced during winter is a primary contributor to seasonal dips in mood and motivation. That's kind of a given. As we kind of experience less daylight, there's less sunshine, we can often feel a dip in our mood and in our ability to kind of be motivated to exercise. Now, one of the best ways to counteract this is to find opportunities for brightness throughout your day. So as I just mentioned in the kind of um, barriers to entry, that not getting that daylight early on in the day can be a really important way in which we can sort of feel less energized. So if we can start to get a little bit more brightness into our eyes, particularly early or on during the day, this can be really helpful. So it might include getting outside into natural sunlight where possible, even if it's just for sort of five to 10 minutes at a time, opening blinds and curtains in your home. So if you're someone who's working from home, making sure that when you wake up, you're getting those curtains open, you're making sure that you're letting natural light in. Situating your desk close to a window can be helpful. Using lamps and mirrors to increase brightness indoors. There are lots of different ways in which you can combat it, even if you're not leaving the house. And while natural light is ideal for boosting our mood, there are some studies that are found that exposure to bright indoor light. So even if you're just going to turn on maybe like a a side lamp or, you know, getting your artificial lights on at home, that can actually help our bodies to regulate the sleep cycle and stimulate the brain to feel a bit more alert. 
So even if it's that you're not kind of seeing natural light first thing in the morning, maybe your your tool to combat this is you wake up in the morning, try not to snooze that alarm because that could be really harmful to our kind of sleep cycles. And instead, the first thing you do is to try and turn on like the light in your room just to signal to your brain, I'm getting up, I'm awake, I'm alert, the day is starting. And actually, even just by doing that and rather than kind of lying there in the dark and sort of feeling a little bit sleepy, if you get the lights on, it can be, make a massive difference to your body then feeling energized to get up and then to hopefully do some exercise. Now, my next point is around sleep. So when the mornings are pitch black, it is tempting to press snooze and get to kind of roll over and try and go back to sleep. And we know that sleeping too little can lower our resilience and ability to deal with stress, but sleeping too much would you believe, can also be detrimental to our mood and motivation. Our bodies thrive off consistency. We love consistency. And particularly when it comes to sleep, we really thrive off having a good sleep routine that allows us to get at least seven to nine hours of sleep each night. What we know with this is that our bodies respond really well to going to bed at a similar time and waking up at a similar time. And that's to do with allowing our body to kind of have the right signals at the right times to allow sleep pressure to rise and then fall um, in a consistent rhythm. And when we're kind of going to bed at different times, maybe going to bed really late one night and then going to bed really early the other night, waking up really early one morning, maybe snoozing until, you know, 10, 11 the next. What that can do is it can kind of really throw our circadian rhythm and, and kind of move the body's anchor to what is its natural sleep rhythm, which can mean that your sleep can be really impaired and your ability to fall into regular sleep cycles can also be impaired. So one of the things that can be really helpful to do is to try and make sure that you keep a consistent sleep and wake routine sounds really boring. Does that mean that I'm in bed every day at 9pm during the winter months? No, but where possible, trying to stick to a regular sleep routine can be really helpful just to anchor yourself to a consistent sleep routine, which means that you'll hopefully start to naturally sort of wake up and rise at the same time each morning, which can mean that you can get in a better pattern of waking up, hopefully feeling rested and energized, and then being able to launch yourself into doing some kind of movement, which can help re-energize you as well. Keep an eye on things like your caffeine intake. It's always important to say when we come onto the subject of sleep, obviously having caffeine later in the day can start to impact your sleep quality. And then also on the light subject. So we've talked about getting natural light and bright light early in the day, but actually on the flip side, particularly when we're getting ourselves ready for bed, when we're trying to wind down, dimming lights before bed and avoiding screen time can be really helpful just to tell your body to kind of wind down and and prepare itself for sleep. So there's a really good trick on the, I don't know if you have an iPhone, but for those of you that do, and I'm not sure on Android whether the same is possible, but on an iPhone, you can turn your phone to sleep mode where it just takes some of the blue light out of your phone, which is our kind of the stimulating light that can um, impair our sleep. And I know that in my flat, I try and make sure that particularly in the evenings, I'm opting for kind of low dim lights and then trying to keep my bedroom as dark as possible, particularly um, for sleep. So making sure that there's no kind of TV lights on, that there's no light creeping in from the window, where possible trying to make that setting really dark so that you can almost give your body again, similar to the light signal that we give it to wake up. We want to give it that darkness signal to prepare ourselves for sleep. Now, my next thing is about when you're going to exercise. So in your question, you said about, I can't seem to get up early when it's dark and staying motivated. And this is more of a personal thing. There's less less kind of groundedness in research on this one, but I 
would give the advice and I would give it to myself and I'd give it to all of my clients that during the winter months, I highly recommend that you exercise early in the morning. And the reason being, it's more of a mental thing. First of all, it's going to be great for your energy levels. So if you're struggling to get up in the mornings, you're finding the mornings quite sluggish and you're kind of finding it hard to get out of bed, doing some exercise close to waking can be really helpful to just peak those energy levels, get you feeling good for the day and really give you that kind of motivation early in the morning. The other thing is it kind of makes your day a little bit easier in the sense that you don't finish work, leave when it's dark and then have to think, oh my goodness, I need to do some exercise. Me personally, the reason why I'm a morning exerciser is because I, if I leave it till later in the day, there's a high chance that I'm going to pull out of doing it. There's a high chance that I'm going to put it on the back burner, get really busy with work, get really distracted finish work at 6 p.m. and think, oh, I just can't be bothered now. I'm too exhausted to exercise. So if it's done in the morning, it's a big tick off your list of things to do. And it just means that you've kind of done with it and you don't have to worry. And I think particularly during the winter months, my advice is get up and get it done early. Literally make it as easy as possible during your morning to get up, to turn all the lights on, to maybe have a coffee, and then to get yourself into your workout kit, which hopefully you've maybe laid out the night before. And then it's just an easy decision to then get yourself moving and feeling good. I know it sounds a bit like kind of holier than thou that I'm making it sound much simpler than it actually is. But I do think that if you can try and be um, someone who can get up and exercise in the morning, even if it's just for 10 minutes, you will give yourself a better chance of feeling energized in the morning and then having that energy sustain you throughout the day. Another thing to think about, which is more of a recommendation from the government, is taking a vitamin D supplement. We spoke earlier about how we have less access to daylight hours during the winter. uh, And it's recommended in the UK that we take a vitamin D supplement for from October to March. There are some brilliant ones out there. My lovely friend Rhiannon Lambert has a has a brand called Retrition which uh, I would recommend. And taking vitamin D supplement can just really help if you're finding yourself feeling particularly sluggish, particularly low on energy. It might be that you would benefit from taking a vitamin D supplement, which again, like I said, is recommended during the months of October to March in the UK. Another thing that I am a little bit biased on, but as my app focuses on home workouts, I think if you are someone that's struggling to get up early in the morning and to work out and to have motivation to do that during the winter months, training from home can be a really, really helpful asset. And the reason being, you literally don't even need to leave your front door to be able to have a great workout. In my app, Give Me Strength, we have probably now thousands of home workouts ready to go All you need is a set of dumbbells. And what I love about it is I hear from so many, particularly women who are like, you just made exercise so easy for me. All I have to do is just turn on my phone. You tell me what to do for my warm up. You tell me what to do for every superset. You tell me what to do for my finisher. And then you take me through a cool down. And literally in 45 minutes, I've exercised. I've not even had to think about it. And then it's done for the day. And I think that particularly if you're finding yourself having a little bit of dip in motivation, and even I feel this, sometimes just being told what to do can be really helpful. There's nothing worse than showing up to the gym or putting your trainers on and going, oh, what am I going to do now? So if you're finding yourself feeling that struggle, maybe signing up to my app, heading onto Instagram for free workouts if that's not accessible to you. YouTube can be a great resource, but just handing over the tools to someone else and letting someone else tell you what to do can be a really good way to kind of kickstart your motivation. This is for um, someone, if you're, you know, someone who trains outside, having the right kit during the winter is really important. I know that it's an expense. I know that it's not accessible to everyone, but definitely trying to update your workout kit so that you have 
have things in your kit that help you to facilitate being able to get outside and work out when it's cold, when it's miserable, when it's dark. So some sort of high-vis stuff is really important if you're heading out to run or be uh, outdoors exercising during the winter months. Make sure you've got some reflective gear on you. Uh, Also make sure you've got a good pair of trainers that are hopefully waterproof. There's a really good pair on Adidas at the moment that I actually just got um, that weren't super expensive that are waterproof so that I don't get soggy feet when I'm outside during the winter. Um, But just making sure that you've got things like that in your toolkit so that if it's raining and you look outside and you think, oh, at least you've got some kind of waterproof kit and you've got shoes that are going to allow you to still get outside even if it is a bit miserable. And then lastly, some things that I find really helpful for myself are setting some goals during the winter months. I know that it is more difficult to train during the winter. I feel it. I don't know anyone who isn't affected by being in the UK during the winter and it being a little bit miserable. So I find it a really helpful time to set myself some training goals. So that could be absolutely anything from trying to get your first pull up to trying to run a 5k to, I don't know, trying a new sport, whatever it is, setting yourself some winter goals can be a really helpful way to just give yourself a little bit of a focus so that you're not kind of just um, feeling this never ending up feeling of having to, you know, motivate yourself to work out. You've got a bit more of a kind of detailed focus as to why you're getting up and what you're doing as a result of your training. And then my final thing, which I always say to people, and I think is a really helpful thing just to try and get yourself to do is to train with someone. Training alone can be great. And look, I, I enjoy going to the gym on my own and putting my headphones in and shutting the world out. But actually, if you're someone who's struggling, struggling with motivation or struggling to keep yourself motivated. Training with a friend, joining a running club or a workout class can really mean that you're not doing it alone and you've got other people around you to motivate you and to get you really feeling your best. I've actually recently started going to a boxing club. I absolutely love it. (laughs) I'm totally obsessed. And I don't know what it is and why I sort of found it. I guess maybe I wanted to do a bit more cardio. For me, I was finding that getting myself to be motivated to run outside during the winter was was not happening for me, even with all the advice that I've just given you. So instead, I opted to find something that was a little bit different, that was indoors, found this boxing club, absolutely fell in love with it. And now I've managed to stick to it for two sessions a week for the last God knows how many weeks. And so that's been a really brilliant shift for me. So it can be helpful to find a class or to find a friend or a club that you really feel kind of a part of that you enjoy and that means that you're not doing it alone so that was a lot of information to throw at you but i really hope you found it helpful and i'd love to hear if these tips keep you motivated and moving during the winter months and i will see you again on wednesday for another episode of give me strength insanity group